0: G'day, Trendsetters. Welcome to episode 328 of the Trains Move podcast. It's good to have your company on today. If you guys have a question, it's nice and simple. No matter where you are around the world, it, the website's still the same. At trainsmove.com. And up on the homepage there, it says submit your questions. Click on that bad boy. The cycle challenge has already kick-started. You're too late if you wanted to join it. You're going to have to wait. I'm going to hold it again on the 1st of November. So you have to wait till then. But if you're doing your own cycle challenge, just shoot me through an email, Tim. At trainsmove.com so Sean sent me through an email asking this question that I'll get through get to in a minute. But he actually made made this comment, and, and it got me thinking. So basically, starts off is I've been listening. I've listened to the first two hundred and ninety episodes in the last couple of months. He's slowly but surely going through them. and my first first thought was, oh, this guy's mad absolutely ridiculous i i listen to a lot of podcasts and i've never especially you know i'm always looking for stuff and if i find a new podcast i've never once gone right back to the beginning and i just, i just thought oh geez that's crazy anyway i i thought i wonder how the you know how the podcasts are going i, I rarely look at the analytical report i, I occasionally i'll every time I click on I can see what the last 10 episodes have done and that's about as good as I get every now and again I, and i pro- when I mean every now and again I reckon out of the last 300 odd episodes I may have looked three times where I've clicked a couple of buttons and just had a little bit more of a deep dive when I mean a deep dive more of a deeper look it's just something I don't normally do i just and I'm pretty hopeless with the podcast I I don't advertise it anywhere not even on my own social media accounts I'm really really bad when it comes to that i just pump it out and the, this show just keeps growing which i've got to thank every one of you guys or i just love you tuning in but you know on average you know a lot of people say talk about big these big numbers they're getting on the show and you think yeah that sounds like a lot and i don't know if that's true at the moment i'm i've said a few times just every episode i'm getting one to two new D- new followers every every episode, just finding it, just and it just slowly grows. Well, looking at this report, I'm getting on roughly around, and it, j- it can go between three three hundred would be the lowest four hundred. Generally, it's around four hundred downloads per per episode, and you get the odd spike that goes over five hundred. That's all within like a thirty day of uploading the episode. Anyway, I, do, I decided to click on a few buttons. Because I, I was just fascinated by Sean going right through and downloading every single episode from episode one, and oh, every si- and I'm not exaggerating here. In the last seven days, every single episode of the um, all 300 and something episodes or whatever it is have been downloaded a minimum of four times. That's that just blows my mind. I just I don't know. I just thought no one would be clicking on the definitely on the last two you know the first 200 episodes maybe one every blue moon because someone's looking for something in particular but that just at at sheer minimum there was four downloads and i'm talking about the the test show i did where i i can't even remember It was me probably just cracking a couple of jokes or so just to see if if what i've recorded in those first I don't know. Dozen episodes were recorded on my te- on my mobile phone with a one of those earpieces. One I was um, at work walking, had to walk around the fence lines to check that, and then the, another one was I was driving home from somewhere, and I just thought oh, I'll just record an episode. And then and then there was another one where I was in, in at the shops while my wife was going into the shops, so and I couldn't be bothered going in, so I "Oh wait here," and I just recorded an episode. And just yeah, it's, I'm just just a bit shocked. Anyway, now I have said all that, but thank you very much for everyone for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. But Sean Wright, getting finally getting to the question here. Um, I did my first triathlon in October 2018, Olympic distance. I did my second on May 5th, also an Olympic distance. I started my five-month training program from Endurance Nation in preparation for a 70.3 in September uh over here in the states during the training during these training periods i have a sprint distance race on sunday and in july i have another olympic distance i'm 25 pounds uh, i'm down 25 pounds since last year i weighed 194 and i am 5 foot 10 my heart rate in mad zone is 165 to 180 beats So, with all this talk, and I know you like details, when I get to the aero position, my heart rate goes up about 10 beats, which puts me into the next zone. I do 90% nasal breathing. God, I love that. I love nasal breathing. Um, I am riding... uh, Am I riding too hard? I do not have a power meter or a cadence sensor. I really like heart rate training. My apologies. Yep. So... That's not surprising. That your heart rate will climb as you go into the aero position. If you had a power meter, you, it would become a little bit more clearer. So what you'll find is um, you'll be riding on your on your bars, just sitting up. Let's let's call it two hundred watts. As you're going down into that aero position and you tuck yourself in nicely, you're going to find those watts are going to um, increase 210 or so at that same perceived effort. So if you put, you're putting yourself into that position, you've got your eye shut or you're looking forward, you look down, you think, oh, geez, so my... my my um, powers increase, so that's definitely not a surprise. That happened. That's a very frequent thing. As, are you training too hard um, in those zones? I, I I do like if you haven't got a power meter, I do like the um, by feel zones. So my, with the moderate, medium, mad, so moderate and easy, easy being easy, um, and quite often, and, and I found this in particular in running easy. Um, can feel easy but you're still going a bit too hard it's supposed to be easy easy <laughs> when it, i noticed when i got um, my run power meter i, I connected it up and i think i oh, yeah, back it off uh, run easy on this interval and i'm looking at my power what think, oh gosh this is way too hard I had to back it off again i think this is boring but anyway i i <laughs> crashed slightly so um i've lost total train of thought then just got carried away ah oh, yes my the triple m's so moderate you should be able to hold a conversation throughout so you what it, it's your all-day pace so you should be able to ride that comfortably in the position no matter what your heart rate's doing in certain to, to a point but if you can hold a conversation throughout that you're not uh, yeah anyway i went up the road the other day and you if you if you, puffing and pantering and you can't hold that conversation you are going too hard so you need to back it off a little um medium it, it should be uncomfortable but manageable so depending on the time frame you could be you know through th- you you learn this during during experience so the three minute effort it's you think jesus is Bloody miserable, but very manageable. Um, but that effort's going to be different to a ten-minute effort or a twenty-minute effort. But that same feeling, like God, this is really, this is very uncomfortable, but it's manageable. I can do it in that time frame, so that's medium. And mad is balls to the wall, all out, as hard as fast as possible without compromising your technique. I can't illustrate that last bit enough. As hard and as fast as humanly possible without compromising your technique, your technique must stay and remain the same as normal. Um, so in um, nasal breathing, the nasal breathing is really, really good. 90% of what your training is that nasal breathing. I just wish more people would do that. And so, what you'll find is, is as you're going up in the, you know, you're really starting to crack it up a hill, or you're really pushing it into an interval, and your and your forces is up, breathing out of your mouth. It's like having switch someone switching on a bit of a turbo in, into it, and you get getting all this oxygen. It's um, if people you know wondering what I'm talking about, and you like reading books, I highly recommend buying the book. Um, the oxygen advantage from Patrick, someone or other. Um, that book changed my whole thought pattern with training, uh, with with sports performance, and um, just in life in general. I just think that's probably the best sports performance training book I've ever I've ever read and come across. Now, if you're not a person who likes to read books, and it's 250, two hundred and fifty, three hundred pages. It's a really, really, really good read if you're into that stuff. Um if but if you don't like reading books, can I suggest you jump onto the web my website dot trainsmooth.com, click on resources and go down look for the words oxygen program. Click on that. That's a basically a summary of the book. It's it's a a very, very condensed version of the book of what i'm talking about you know I'm, I'm grabbing like 250 300 pages and condensing it down to like 300 400 500 words or whatever it, whatever it is so it, it doesn't do it justice but i do recommend if you if you do enjoy reading um geez it's a great book i I i've read it twice and then there's other books uh, um around on on oxygen and how it can um help your sports performance it's it's huge but anyway um i like it um heart rate training um with your mad zone now this is just a little bit of um sigh just a bit of you know fun fun knowledge here you said your mad zones in heart rate is one hundred and sixty five to one hundred and eighty beats. I was surprised to see, well, it's not that surprising when you think about it, um, of how much endurance, how much aerobic training they do every year. Uh, Chris Froome, his max heart rate is under 170 beats. It's like 166 or something like that. It was, when I heard it, I thought, geez, that's that's low." But then you think to yourself, well, geez, he, he, over how many you know decades has he put crazy amounts of hours of aerobic training into that body and so you could just imagine he you know yeah it's 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 at at first it surprised me and then yeah yeah, well that kind of makes sense but anyway um good luck with it all mate um we so you're doing and so you're training bear with us there was something else I, i meant to cover so you're training to endurance nation training program so just stick with that to the best you can you've you've got a system you don't want to change it too much um there's so many different training systems out there or philosophies or programs where people come undone is they go oh like this guy's doing oh he's doing that i'm gonna adopt that no i'm gonna they start grabbing 10 different training philosophies and sticking them all into one and wonder why they haven't progressed as much as they can so um just, just i the goal would be if, for my advice would be to, to stick with that work on your feel training on feel or um don't stress too much when you're getting that error position your heart rate's increase slightly um, as long as you're able to hold that conversation or be you know as long as you've got that feeling that i was describing that that should be fine and you stick with the um as much as humanly possible to that that one program that you're training to. And it should be, uh, yeah, you should should make gains. Stay very, very consistent, and you'll naturally filter through the field, as my uh, mentor Alan Pittman would tell me. If you guys have any other questions, it's nice and simple. Trainsmooth.com is where you want to be. Send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Till next episode, hooroo.